Hey everybody, welcome to Rewrites. My name is Nathan. And my name is Jacob. And today we have an episode for you, which I'd like to call the Spring 22 in Review, where Jacob and I discuss some of the things we've been watching lately and some of the trends we've been seeing with streaming. We hope you enjoy it. Well, this year's about time to rewrite the shows and movies that have way too many jokes and not quite enough boobies, and we'll gladly try and tell you just what we'd improve. So come on down to rewrites and hell, what do you got to lose? What have you been watching from Disney Plus lately? Um, and real okay. quick, have you seen the newest Doctor Strange? No, but my brother's okay. telling me I have to see it. And it's coming out at the end of this month on Disney Plus. Okay. But what have you seen of the new Disney Plus stuff? Uh, Obi-Wan. I've been watching that. And? I like it. Oh, I like it. What do you... Okay. You, oh, you want me to... Yeah, give, why do you like it? Okay, so... Uh, it's Because I'm not sold on it. Okay, so this is the thing that I've noticed with a lot of Disney stuff coming out. Is they'll take a very successful story of their own. And it could be a successful story from the past. Or it could be just like... Last week, they just released something that just did really well. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to try to copy it. Because Miss Marvel, for example, I w- that's one of the other ones. The premise, the first episode at least, is the exact same premise of the Pixar film Turning Red. It's the exact really? layout. Okay. Yeah. Being uh, coming into puberty, right? Is that kind of yeah, what Yeah, that... So that's like the reading between the lines, right? But the skeleton, but the uh, the the skin of the story is very similar. Yeah, like so in Turning Red, they have a very strict family. This little girl is like has like this interest, and her parents don't understand it. And there's this big event that she wants to go to, and she has to sneak out. And uh, throughout the story, there's like this secret power that the family holds. And that gets revealed, or there's an issue once they finally get to this party. Yeah. So in Turning Red, the power is that she can turn into a huge red panda. Right. And in Miss Marvel, I guess there's the family has like this this bracelet that yeah. gives her this ability to do something, and she wears that bracelet at the Comic Con, at this Comic Con thing. And in Turning Red, she's a red panda, and the thing she the event she's trying to go to is um a boy band concert oh, okay. it's if if you watch the pixar film which yeah. are both on if you watch just the first episode of miss marvel and turning red you'll see that the, the, very the parallels similar. yeah yeah i could do like a whole podcast on that one alone so i'm trying to be more quick on that now obi-wan <laughs> is that classic like you need to come out of retirement to like go yeah. save the you know yeah. that's because that's what they're trying to do he's chopping wood off yeah. in the distance and yeah um, Luke comes or whoever it would I be. like <laughs> yeah I think my brother's in the same boat with you that he's not sold on it I like it because it's very <laughs> it's like it wants to be gritty yeah and I think it's, it does fine because it's still this is Disney plus right but my brother says that like, they're trying to ride that line where they're not wanting to be like you you're expecting it to be more violent than it ends up being, being yeah for example when they catch one of the Jedis in the first episode you see his legs dangling. Yeah. But it can't comes off and you think he's going to be hanging like 
like a like a, in a western yeah like a warning like if it, there's any jedis out there this is what's going to happen to you but he's like more like he looks like a guy that just got trapped on like a like a parachute so he's like wrapped around nicely he's just uh, he just happens to be dead just to be propped up still looks menacing okay right but yeah. it's like they don't want to show a noose because that would look it looks even more dramatic violent. and violent yeah 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 so they're like writing this line so i i like it because um it's one of those where there's the big guy and then there's a the little kid and he has to save kind of like a, the, the professional, you know. Sure. It's, it has. It's writing all these different these different parallels from all these very popular co- movies. Yeah. The wash up guy coming back out of retirement to do something that he's never he hasn't done in a while. Right. Yeah. Um. Then it's like Leon the professional where it's like this kid and he, she's involved in this. Yeah. That that paternal side yeah. will come out while also yeah. the begrudged hero. And like, then yeah. there's also the, you're not dead. <laughs> like, because Darth Vader, all that stuff is in, in play in the storyline oh, now too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Their ceiling has always been limited to me. Mm-hmm. And so I think people will watch these shows that are just different enough from the films that they give them a little bit more credit than maybe they deserve. So like an example would be Mandalorian. Yeah. And that the first season was okay. Mm-hmm. I was willing to be like, all right, I'll watch more if you make it, I guess, because it helped that it was episodic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it dealt with something that wasn't directly linked to the Skywalker stuff. Yeah. So it was still in the Star Wars world. You still got to see the, you know, all the things. But then in season two, it felt like they really, I, I mean, the Baby Yoda stuff was obviously a ploy to sell toys, and it worked, and it was a sensation, and mm-hmm. good for them. Um, you know, that's all f- That's all fun. That's fine. I'm mm-hmm. okay with that. Then in season two, it was it was kind of more of the same. It never truly felt elevated. It never, it never felt like it, the stakes or like what was going on well, the changed sta- it a like whole t- lot. For me, it like took a while for that second season to really, really get off the ground did. the first half of it was like what and the then it, and then it on? really kicks off <laughs> the second almost, half it's almost like i they, agree with that they realized in the moment like oh shit we need to throw some bill burr in here and like uh, yeah uh, rosario that Dawson. was a good episode you know we need to get rosario involved and in, like all these other things and that and, and it got good mm-hmm. like i i liked it but then again but again it still feels even keep going back to what is successful. They keep going back to what is successful. And they, like, they're and afraid they, to try things. Yeah, and in Mandalorian two, th- season two, they were, you know, they were going along, and then all of a sudden they're like, "Well, let's bring Boba Fett in too." Yeah, and then it's just like, okay, like I thought you weren't going to do this, but I see that you're. I doing was surprised. It. Yeah, that they so, did that. So he comes in, then uh, Rosario Dawson's character comes in, who I I guess I, she is I guess from the animated Clone Wars series. Yes. You know, she's cool. That's crazy. Anyway, uh, no, she is cool. Yeah. And I'm totally down for that. But it's still also borrowing from existing IP. And then, of course, well, spoilers, I guess, for Mandalorian Season 2, although that's been out for a while now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke is in the end. Yeah. And it's just like, guys, let's let go of the edge of the pool mm-hmm. and, you know, go out, uh, go out and swim free. Like, they just can't do it. Yeah. And so with a lot of these shows coming out, the Boba Fett's the you know, and now with the Obi Wan, and I know on face value, obviously Obi Wan is borrowing from a thing because it's called Obi Wan. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's a, about you know, it's like a prequel to how he yeah. So so I know that there's no there's no uh, four five y- four. you know there's no misdirection there. Mm-hmm. You know I'm I'm not like fooled by that or mad that they're they're not attempting to fool mm-hmm. us with that. 
But at the same time, you just it just makes me wonder, are they going to just make new stuff borrowing on the existing IP of like the universe of yeah. Star Wars? Like how much milk does this cow have to, it, it just, to give? Right? Yeah, how much green milk do you have? You know? <laughs> it's just the... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I I've enjoyed. Yes, so Obi Wan is very much in the same light as what you're talking about, and they're trying to like play a twist on it, like do a different way of telling a story. Sure. So and I like you and McGregor, and I think it's mm-hmm. great that they got him back. Like yeah, that's, that's a big deal to me. And so that was, and so that's why I'm even giving it any consideration. Oh yeah, I mean that's the only yeah that's the only reason I have been coming back. Yeah, because I'd be interested once you see the new. Doctor Strange. I want to see that. What you think of it? I don't. I won't My brother says it's really dark. I won't. I don't know what to say about it. I don't know what. To well, we can. W- it's gonna. It's gonna come out soon. Okay. To okay, Disney Plus, okay, and okay. I will watch it. Okay. I always. I, I always, always give Sam Raimi a chance. Yes. And it's uh, so maybe. I don't. So maybe we can come back to that and do, do something on that. But I think, the. The so. This much you probably know that it's related to the stuff that's happened on Wandavision. Yeah, you've heard this. Okay, mm. and well, I know I know that just because she's in the trailer. Right. So, so I see what Marvel's doing. Like, mm-hmm. and and I and again, I don't think they're trying to hide it. I think they're trying to build on like, oh, you know, if you really want to know everything that's going to you have to buy into this service. To, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's smart. And you know, if you're going to mm-hmm. try to make money, that's what they're trying to do. So, um, I only got works, one note for Disney Plus or Disney. Go ahead. They need they're, to put rocket. Yeah, they're listening right now, Mr. Disney. Yeah, the ghost of Mr. Hey, Disney. Hey, Walt. <laughs> Got you some need, notes. Is there a reason why Rocket Man is not on Disney Plus? Because that is a Disney movie. <laughs> that is a Disney movie, and that's like the only night, like early two thousands nineties Disney movie that they have not put on there. Is it because he farts too much? I don't know if it's, it's because of the blue. the the stigma of that actor that plays Rocket Man, like what his other movies were. I mean, like, be, I mean, they just fired Johnny Depp from playing Jack Sparrow, but he played True. some pretty crazy stuff. Before did Harlan he Williams do anything bad? Did, <laughs> he, did he touch someone? Or no, something? it's just the movies he was in before. Oh, like Half Baked and shit. Yeah, like stuff like that. Maybe oh, okay. they, that's like they don't want to attach. But that's a great. I loved that movie growing up. I've been like every Rocket time I go Man? to Disney. Yeah, yeah. When I go back to Disney, I always just search it real quick just to see if they'll just throw it on there. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, not the Elton John biopic. No, not that bullshit. Yeah. One thing that is good on Disney Plus, I will say this. I'm sorry. No, it's I know okay. we're, harp- we're harping, but there's one <laughs> thing that's worth the worth your time, yeah, worth which the is soap. the the uh, the Chip and Dale. Movie. Oh yeah, that was good. good. I enjoyed that yeah. because they were they were pushing it, and that one is like because we're talking about it being compared to other things. Yeah, that one's basically Who Framed Roger Rabbit in a way, and we all know that that's who is in the movie. What? Yeah, d- I'm telling you. Watch the movie. That movie is chock full of Easter eggs. Okay, and uh, they make fun of themselves. They they put okay. they like they push they push the boundaries of who is in the movie because there's not just Disney movies. There's other cartoons. Oh, and the way they get away with it is because of parody law, so they don't have to pay for it. Oh, they just really like there's some. You'll be surprised about some stuff that's in that movie. Okay. It's and it's funny. Okay, and it's John Mulaney and Andy Samberg that are the voices of, of Chip oh, and I didn't Dale. Know that. Yeah, they're the That's voices. Cool. So they have like normal voices that they pretend to do the high pitch thing when they're doing the show. Yeah, and uh, they live in Hollywood, and they're they are not friends anymore. But something brings them back together, and they have to solve this crime that's happening in the city. 
Okay. And it's pretty funny. Um, outside of that, Amazon Prime, I've been watching uh, The Boys, catching up with that. So have, I have thoughts on that. Okay. Thoughts on The Boys. So the I've new season? The new season. You're caught up? I'm not caught up. Oh, okay. Uh, How many I've episodes have you watched? watched? There's four now. One and a half. Oh, wow. I've watched one and a half. Okay. So... This is what I'm. This is what I'm gonna say, and and you're. This is, I'm so glad that you're that you have watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all. I caught up this morning. I watched. That's why I had to. That's why I was a little late. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> to be no, that's fine. That's fine. I I like the boys. I've enjoyed it so far. Mm-hmm. I I especially really like the Homelander character and like what they've. Done oh, with they write that. him so well. It's really cool. Like he's really sadistic and crazy and like scary in just a way of just being unpredictable and mm-hmm. we, and just odd. Yeah. So I like a lot of that stuff, but I just noticed as I was watching it, the hyper violence is actually off-putting to me now. Yeah, <laughs> that's, it that's is, what I was watching it with someone, and they're just like, "I cannot do this I, anymore." It's, it's too much, and like I and I liked it in the beginning because it was shocking, and I was shocked by it. Yeah, by the the little guy going into the little the the. Oh no no! I just meant in the beginning of the show. Oh okay. The begin the beginning of the boys in general. Yeah. When they showed, you know, they they had the invisible guy explode, and you know, guts were everywhere. Yeah. And then. Well, you I'll know, tell you this: the comic book is worse. I'm sure it is. Yeah. I'm sure it is. But I'm sitting there watching it. So the the first scene is, and and I'll give credit to the first scene because it's wild and like mm. you wouldn't expect it. And mm. so, and that's what I like about the show is that they do stuff that truly is unique, and other shows are never going to do. Mm-hmm. So for anybody that's I mean, this is going to be spoilers. Spoilers for everything. The beginning, the first episode <laughs> shows the the little guy that can shrink all the way down. Yeah. Shrinks down so far that he's like, you know, microscopic. And he and his, I guess, partner, or just a guy he's hooking yeah. up with. I, it does seem like they know each other. Yeah, though. yeah. Anyway. I agree. And especially when, what happens. So anyway, so he, so he's with his partner, another man, and the guy pulls his dick out and he shrinks down microscopic. And crawls into his pee hole. Yeah. And is in his urethra or in, I guess, yes. in other areas as a little thing. And he's like stroking the sides of his like urethra. The walls. In, of yeah, the, inside yeah. his body. And so he's like. And, it's get, and it's, he's just being like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he's getting, he's, yeah, he's he's, getting off on it. Yeah, he's enjoying it. And then earlier they were sniffing cocaine. They were doing coke before they started making out and about to fuck. And so he's got like the sniffles and the guy accidentally sneezes while he's inside the guy's body. And he accidentally grows back to full size and bursts the guy in half. Yeah, that he's with, and his crazy just, scene, and his blood and guts everywhere, are everywhere, and he's and he's covered in blood and guts, and he's like looking at the guy he killed, and the and you like assume that he probably at this point you assume that he knows him, yeah, because he's like no. And yeah, he like, starts freaking out of like sadness. It seemed like yeah. sadness. Yeah, you know, he did too. seem sad. Like he killed someone he loved or something yeah. like that. And that oh no, I've killed someone. Yeah, like, now it, I have it's to explain just, this. So it was a lot of stuff in one seeming reaction. And like he's screaming and he's looking down at his this guy who's just cut in half and literally his entrails are sliding out of his body. Blood is like pouring out of his like stuff. This movie, this show is the most grotesque show. It's just, it's just showing you this this pure gore, Mm -hmm. like unlike almost anything I've ever seen. And this guy is like screaming that he just killed this, 
this person. Yeah. And I was just sitting there going like, why am I watching this? <laughs> it, and it sucks because like I like the show and I and I get why you want to have stuff in there to be shocking. Mm-hmm. And it was shocking, but it made me think of something which I don't know if we, we can maybe talk about it as an aside, but I don't know if I'm getting too old for this shit. <laughs> yeah. I really don't know. And the thought of stuff like this and what I've come to realize lately, I've had some conversations with people. I didn't realize that there was now a term for some of the more modern uh, horror films called elevated horror. Have you heard this term? Oh, I I thought you were going to say like torture porn, gore porn and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, there was torture porn from like the the mid aughties with like hostile and stuff like that. And then... You know, so is that in that, does that fit that caliber? I think I have heard elevated. What did you say? Elevated terror. The, they call it elevated horror. Okay, and it's it's meant to address movies like Midsummer and Hereditary. Yeah, where there's more. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah. I once you say okay. Now that you said those two movies, I can kind of. That's yeah. the modern day horror movies where it seems to be like. The, for lack of a better term, like sad horror. Like yeah. we're just killing people and look at how devastating it is yeah. for these people. Mm-hmm. And those movies are, are pretty gory. And, and then we're going to like torture them and make them really suffer. Mm-hmm. And you're watching it and isn't it horrible? And this reminded me of it a little bit because it was like, and it's not the same thing. I, I'm not trying to say it's You're the same You're describing thing. like an aspect from I'm descri- elevated I'm horror. I'm describing, yeah. Elevated horror makes me think in such a way like, like I've had enough traumas of my own that I don't need to like watch this. dwell on other people's traumas <laughs> yeah, to a point where it's giving me trauma. Yeah. You know? Like the point of the movie is to escape my yes. traumas. And like, and I understand <laughs> a it's horror a, movie. Now it's elevating my horror. Yeah. <laughs> and a horror movie, you know, we could go on about like why people like horror movies. You're more of a horror fan oh, than I me, love as it. we've always said. And it, But I understand the appeal is that it's exciting and yes. it makes you feel... You know, like, you know, it gives you that emotion of Mm -hmm. fright and some people find that exciting. Yeah. You know, because at the end of the day, it is a movie and you can kind of separate yourself. But it's exploring a different feeling. This elevated horror Which is more, more, more fear. Right. Yeah. It's, it's exploring people's just dread and like Mm -hmm. despondency and just like, uh, I don't know. Which is like perfect example, Midsommar and uh, Hereditary are like. And yeah. it's the same director, I think, both yeah, of them. Is, yeah. So this guy is like coining this uh, this type of horror, cr- which good for him. He's making a genre, but it seems but like it's, it's only a like, for me. It's like a one one and d- that's what I call one and done movies. Like you wouldn't rewatch watch, it. oh, wouldn't rewatch it. Yeah, and so the but but the idea because in some of these movies you hear about just people being just like basically tortured in all these awful ways and killed, and then yeah, you know, and then it's just like this pain and sadness of like losing people and like all this stuff. And I get it that that's very real emotions and sometimes people want to see those on the screen and they find it dramatic. It's I recognize that it's I like strange weird like that kind of, like where it just pushes it in a direction where it just is so unusual, which yes. is like and unusual so broad. And sure. that one Midsummer and Hereditary hits this mark where it is unusual, but in such a different way that the unusual thing that is very striking to me about the boys is that it's so 
intensely gory. Yeah. And there is like, there's a lot of energy behind it that it just seems very, like, it seems like if this show came out back in the day, this show is going to make blah, blah, blah. Like, I can't have my kids watching this. This this is going to make America bad and all this stuff, like with the video games and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Where Hereditary is just like that unusual thing that makes your emotions. You don't think like, why would anyone want to make something so sad? Yes. Right. Yeah, right. where one's more gory and the other one is just so it's it's gory, but it's but not to be like a st- like strikingly. It's more just the death. It's yeah, more like the concepts of death. Yeah, and it's like, like you really get the loss. the fe- yeah of loss. Yeah, yeah, like the opening of freaking Midsummer, where the, you watch it's like the slow where the camera follows this this pipe or this uh, tube that's going up to the. It's like a car starting. Yeah. And it, this I think it's like a car starts and the whole garage is filling up with fumes. Yeah. And you can see that there's this tube kind of like leading out. And there's these two people in the bed. And they have like the tubes are going into their mouth like they're committing suicide in a very right. weird way. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like those are parents and they have kids. So you start like yeah. breaking it down in your head and like wow that's really sad right right and why does it, but why does it have to be like why does it have to look like that yeah it's too much yeah i think and so we stopped we we turned it off although like i said the, the idea i appreciate the idea mm-hmm. of a of a guy that can shrink down and go into someone's dick hole like that's that's it. it's funny yeah you know but then when it took it to that extreme it was like well now i feel bad <laughs> That that guy accidentally killed his partner. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you watch the the diabolical diabolical show that they That's made? That's like the spinoff sort of thing. Yeah, it's a, it? a bunch of shorts. No. Uh, it's like a different animator for one of them. Kind of like the Animatrix for the boys. Yeah. So one of them, two of them are very close, a- closely animated to the actual comic book. They're all violent. Um, yeah. Well, actually, there's one that's not violent. One's just kind of adorable. What's the name of the guy who did Rick and Morty? Uh, Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon does one of the shorts, and oh. it is hilarious. Okay. And it's basically like a, a Rick and Morty cartoon. Nice. It's the same humor and yeah. same voices, just Rick and Morty are not in it. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, at least that episode is worth a watch. Um, worth checking out. Yeah. And it's just like the normal violence from that you would expect from a Rick and Morty cartoon is yeah. thrown into that one. But, uh, yeah, I, on the other hand, I want, I want more the boys. I forgot that it was a weekly thing. Yeah. I, I love anime and I love anime. That's really violent. Yeah. And the only thing that's live action that is so close to anime violence is, is the, boys. the boys. That's probably very true. Yeah. So, and even the comic book, it might be on par. Like the comic book is pretty crazy, yeah. violent. That uh, I might, I'll have to just like drop it off one day for you to read. It was a quick read. It's just like yeah. the first four comics just thrown into a graphic novel. Nice. Um, but there's a ton. There's a ton of shit. But yeah, it gets. I mean, it gets crazy. And I and I, and and I like the shock, which is what they. That's that's their success. Is that shows. And yeah. the, I mean, it's it a clever it story. Achieves it, that, and that's what I mean is like it does achieve that goal. Yeah, and so that's where you can't, you almost can't knock it in a way because it's they're doing exactly what they want. Yeah, and, and the story well is for, unique. Yeah, it's taking something that is done over and over and over again, and but with it a on twist. Its head. Yeah, yeah, 
and the, and I still yeah and so that's why I I ultimately will I'm sure finish it yeah but, but you might have to wait to, to be by yourself and yeah, have yeah. something planned to ha- afterwards <laughs> yeah a palate cleanse yeah I'm trying to think of what what else I've been watching oh Dexter I, I've never watched the show Dexter so oh. I'm, I'm on like season six five oh, I wow. just got yeah I've been that's the other thing on Amazon Prime I can't remember which is old I, school but they just released yeah. a new season so I'm trying to see if I can work up and then work watch this new yeah. this new show that is coming out. I liked the when um so when I watched the show I think it was Oh be careful don't spoil anything. Well I I think you've seen more than me. Oh okay. I'm pretty sure I've seen to season 4. Oh okay then I'm past you. So there was a certain actor John Lithgow. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's I was That's the last at. Se- that's the last <laughs> season you saw? Yes. Okay. Okay. That's right, a really so good I did, season. I I liked him being on it and I like uh, cuz I love John Lithgow so mm-hmm. you know uh I liked seeing him in general. But that show I really feel like uh, was a was a season two show. Oh, I know. As sometimes the shows are for some reason. You know, and season one doesn't um, seem like a season one, show, right? Like a like a brother being like the yeah. That seems like that would be later, later on. on. Yeah. But then they yeah. But then uh, season two of the show was woo like it just dialed it all, just flipped it. Yeah. What was season two eleven with a uh, the dark haired girl. That oh he was yeah, banging, yeah. That was a she was crazy. Yeah, and that the one cop yeah. guy was getting was like onto him. Yeah, really and basically onto got him. onto him. Yeah, because Dexter like captures him, found him out. Yeah, yeah. That show is crazy. Yeah, it gets good. And then the Lithgow season was yes. pretty crazy. Yeah, and then you just, uh, yeah, like you Unexpected. said, Lithgow. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm watching a, a season it. with um, Colin Hanks now. He's in the show. I I think I had heard that. And I think I don't know if that one. Was it's there also a season with uh, Julia Stiles? Maybe that sounds right. Maybe that was the season I just I just. It could have been one of the. What's she from? Uh, Save the Last Dance and Ten she Things f- I Hate About You. Okay, she's also in Born Born Identity. Yes, she's like the one of the office girls yeah, that like helps him out. Yeah, of. yeah. She yeah. I just finished that season. Okay. Yeah, that one actually that one was pretty good too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see how the rest of the show goes cuz I know it's going to has to go downhill at some point. Yeah. But um It was a concept I always liked. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. See, that's the another thing that, that kind of turns the, the a concept on its on head. Disney yeah. well, takes some notes serial here. killer that only kills bad guys, yeah. Yeah. Something uh, I'm I'm remembering now um some of the things that I've watched recently. I watched uh I watched The Dead Zone. With Christopher Walken, I think I texted oh, you about yeah, that. Oh yeah, the Stephen King story. That's yeah. a good. Did you like it? I, I did. I I. It's very. It was not what I expected. No, I don't that's really know what I expected, but that's one of those. Like you don't hear about that one. Yeah. As like a Stephen King one. Yeah. But it should be widely recognized as a pretty good Stephen King. Yeah. Like adapted book into movie because and. Uh, I remember watching him being like pleasantly surprised. I was like, "Wow, this is a very weird, unique story." Yeah, but I I uh, I really found a lot to like about that, and it's just a it's it's cool to watch. I've been noticing lately too. It's it's interesting to go back and watch older movies. Oh, I still still love and and, and I know like me watching Dirty Harry. That movie right. is well made. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and it, and it's. And I, and know, I know that's that, older well, than, that's than what we usually talk about, too. Yeah. But, and I know this podcast is usually, I know we focus a lot more on older films, mostly because, in our opinion, those are the better ones. Yeah. <laughs> and these days, 
I don't know. The quality of movies these days is a certain yeah. Level. No, I agree. And but watching um, watching the Dead Zone c- and I had never seen it. I think it was eighty two. Yeah, it's like definitely that? an early 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 eighties. Um, it's just like the look and the feel and like what they were doing back then, like the title sequence. I don't know if you remember. I don't that. Know, no, I don't remember it's it. Like it says the dead zone, but it's like, it's zoomed in really far and then it zooms out. And like, you can see these like letters start to come into frame. Oh, and okay. Like within the letters are it's uh footage. Like, so it's like, it's just shots of like landscape shots of just different things. Oh, okay. And, in like this weird kind of snowy landscape, but then it like comes in and it just has the dead zone and that cool font yeah, and stuff. And it just like that style. I didn't feel like you don't see that anymore. You don't really see it anymore. You don't see like cool title stuff anymore. Like you used to, no, that used to be the, the thing. Yeah. And, but now the, the thing is to just get you right in the action. They don't want to waste a second on time. Yeah. And a lot of times they have to do the stupid MPAA rule where, they don't show you credits in the beginning, so they have to show you twice at the end. Oh you yeah, know how they do that these days, and that's like the wait, majority. that's a rule. Yeah, you d- that's why they do that. Oh, I didn't know that was yeah. A so like that's why you know at Marvel movies they'll show they have like a more a creative sub- looking, and then they'll do the scroll. The scroll. It's because they have to do two. They have to do one in the beginning. I didn't and know end. that was yeah. It's weird. Huh. Yeah. So, so like, because they didn't want to put it in the beginning, they put it at the end. Yeah. Interesting. So, like, that's why they'll show you, um, you know, they'll, they'll like, you. well, you just said it. They'll show you an animated one and then yeah. a boring yeah. and there, black and white and one. And there is movies that have that animation that, now that I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to picture, like, what it would look like if it was in the beginning. Right. Yeah, that's definitely a modern, huh. Yeah. but the It's weird that the, I'm now clicking to that. But, like, the showing of the, you know, the like title. I'm, the thing that comes to mind first when I think of, like, classic ones is, like, Pink Panther. Yeah. Like where there's a little animated cartoon of the Pink yeah. Panther and then and then it jumps into the Christmas Vacation. Yes, Christmas Vacation. Obviously. Yeah. The uh <laughs> um but you but like the Bond movies still do it. That's like the only thing cuz that's you ex- you expect that. You expect that. it cuz you have a title song. And even too. the the Mission Impossible movie which is like trying to be like the Bond thing. Like those are still cool. Yeah. Like I I like like it's not a waste no. if you do it right. I think it's cool. I, I like, think it's I think cool. it builds up the it it has a more um nostalgic or like kind of regal feel to it. Like yeah. it makes it feel more like you're about to impart impart on this journey of cinema. Yeah. Like, and here is your introduction. Is this is like I agree. it's like looking at the program of a play before you see it and then it happens. It's like yep. this is the yeah, I don't know. No, I really explain that's it. Uh, it the pageantry, that's yeah. a better word. Of of what movies are, and that definitely had it. Yeah. And then, and thinking about a movie like that back then, it, this is something I was thinking. And this may be another small tangent: is movies from the eighties, and and especially the seventies and stuff. I felt like not only did stuff like that. But well, I think this goes along with it. Mm-hmm. I think they took their time a lot more. I think oh movies yeah. back then, like their run times, they're a little bit more like flowy. Like they kind of just, they stretch it out. Like they're kind of mm. just like, we're just taking our time mm. doing this. And and now it's like, everything cut, has cut, to cut, be, cut. yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. has to be this. And so it, it feels Which goes on to the idea, everyone says that our, shirt, that our attention spans are so short oh, now. Right. 
because we were watching. Um, and it's been a while now, but I don't. I don't think we've recorded since then. But we watched uh, Fatal Attraction. Oh recently yeah, uh-huh. with Michael Douglas and. Yep. Uh, I'm familiar. Um, uh, Glenn Close. Glenn Close. Thank you. Um, and a lot of people have seen that movie. And like mm. to, to your point, you know, it's another classic movie. People are like, oh, you've ever seen it, you mm. know. Um, and I knew the story, you know, because it's a story that's been replicated, yeah. in certain ways. And you know, it's the and uh, with Michael Douglas, yeah. It's the, <laughs> every it's the, time it it's seems the, like it's the scorned, you know, unrequited lover yeah. that tries to get revenge on you know the person, mm-hmm. you know, and and all of that. But <laughs> but as we were watching it. It like started out so strong. Mm-hmm. This thing happens, and like she goes crazy in like the first twenty minutes, and that movie's like an hour and forty five. Yeah, and I'm just like, what? What else are they gonna put in here? Like, wh- like how is it gonna escalate yeah. from here and like start doing all this stuff? <laughs> and but it they, does. But they do. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but they make it. They do stretch it out. Yeah, they you do. Know? And they put like a lot of time, and it just and it you know it. Goes yeah, because you get you get story about, d- like now it would be like once the shit hits the fan, it never stops hitting the fan. Yes. Whereas before it's like. Shit hits the fan. You clean the fan. Yeah. You learn about the fan. Yeah. How are you doing, fan? And you think, oh, and the then, fan's okay. And then <laughs> throw more shit into the yeah, fan. And then the fan boils your bunny rabbit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you know like exactly. It, you know. Yes. So that's I forgot <laughs> that's what freaking happens in that movie. But the oh my but, gosh. But you're right, and that and that's exactly what I was saying when we were watching it. I was like, if they made this movie today, it'd be so different. It'd Which, be 90 minutes, if not like 75. Yeah. And it would be. You know, uh, it would be flirting and it would be doing all this stuff until yeah. you get to like the 30 minute mark or the 40 minute mark. And then like then they'd have sex. Mm. And then the last half of the movie would be her going crazy. Yeah. And and it would just be thing after thing until. Well, that would be interesting. There actually is a movie that I never saw it, but it looked very like very similar to Fatal Attraction. Yeah. Who, who? What's the actress that's in uh, Million Dollar Baby? Uh, uh, wow, Swank, Hillary Swank. So she's in a movie where she's the, she's the crazy she's the one. Glenn Close. Yeah, she's Glenn Close, and it's uh, Fatal. Funny that. Oh, is it just called? It, fatal? It's called Fatal. Oh, so it's maybe even a see a reboot. It, actually, it might be. You know how sometimes IMDb will tell you if it's remade from yeah, something? like a spiritual reboot or something. Uh, it does not say that it is. So it's probably unofficially a reboot because yeah. it is called Fatal. So it's that'd be interesting to see how that's a modern take on it and see how that movie right, plays how it, into how it's different, how it's compared to. But it's y- you know, but with stuff like that, and you think about like Taxi Driver and like Scarface and some of these like classic movies. Mm-hmm. If you go back and watch, like they're long movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. And like, and, and and it's not to say that they're boring or mm-hmm. that you know that's like hard to sit through or anything. It's just that. It, it just felt different. It was mm-hmm. more like building an atmosphere and building this tension was very important. I like to look at it as it's, uh, even though it was the 80s, movies of that time, like the old movies around that, is like a symphony, like a classical symphony where yeah. it's like everything is like kind of played out softly and it's a long soundtrack. Everything's very precise. Everything has like timing to it. And then you get to the modern era of movies where everything's just hitting you fast, like punk music or like yeah. everyone's trying to get like all this... Like music is different now, right? And so are movies. But back in the day, it was like, it was fl- like what you how you explained uh, Fatal Attraction. It's more like the way they were editing it is more flowy. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a smoothness to it. There isn't. Uh, yeah. There's no yeah. need to 
like, well, we, we really need to have something happen in the next couple of minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, we can show them having dinner with their friends yeah. and just hanging out. Yeah. It's like, aren't, isn't there a crazy woman out there? Yeah. It's like, no, they're just having dinner. Yeah. And then, you know, and so it, I don't know. I just thought Well, the only person that seems to really do that now still is uh, Quentin Tarantino because he's always trying to do his movies kind of like a classic. He, no, def- he, he has his own take on what yeah. movies should be. Yeah. But it still has that where he takes it has highs and dialogue. lows, highs and lows, highs and Certainly. lows. Certainly, yeah. yeah. He 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 will let a, a scene just go. Yeah. And he'll do it in a great way, too. Like, um, I heard somebody that was commenting on um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Or mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Once yeah, Once Upon a Time. Yeah, because there's Hollywood. so many <laughs> there's so yes. many stories with that title. <laughs> yeah, yeah that one's the, the Hollywood version of that title. Yeah. Uh, and so, but they were talking about the scene with Brad Pitt when he goes and visits the ranch or whatever. Oh yeah. Charlie, Very intense uh, scene. Or uh, Charles Manson his ranch or whatever. Yeah. His Goonies. Yeah. And when he's going there, the whole time you're thinking like, Oh, he's going to die. Like he's mm-hmm. going to, they're going to kill yeah, him. Some they're going like, to do down. whatever. But it like, it takes so long. Like he talks to everyone. Mm-hmm. He walks all the way down. They're talking to yeah. him. He goes into the room. He finally gets in there and just talks to the guy and then he just leaves, and it's just like, oh shit! Like, <laughs> like really, nothing happened. But it was very stressful. But it was very stressful, yeah, because yeah. the whole time you're like, when is he gonna get it? And it's Brad Pitt. You don't want him to get yeah. it. Yeah. So it's like, uh, what you know? So it's almost like, even though it's literally broad daylight, and you're watching this guy, this like good-looking dude, yeah. just meander around the desert, being polite. Yeah. And then you're just sitting there through like your fingers, looking through, like, is it gonna happen yet? You know, and it doesn't, and so it's kind of brilliant in that way. Yeah. Like from as much as there's parts about that movie that kind of piss me off. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. But, but it, I want to read the book. It's based on a book. No, he 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 wrote he got he made the movie and then he wrote a book. It's his first book about the movie or about making it. No, it's a. A novelization of the story. Oh, okay. And so it's uh, certain th- scenes are stretched out. Yeah. And there's a little bit more because uh, you know he's a, a movie fanboy, so there's right, more definitely. movie fanboy arcs to the story. Okay. So it's the same plot. Yeah. Just with like extended scenes and deleted scenes that he couldn't make in the movie, he put yeah. it in the book. I want to read definitely, that book. Those two characters are definitely people that you would want to see. Do more, more of yeah if he had to have done if he would ever do a sequel ooh, that would be a fun one to just see those two guys work together again what is the what ooh, what would be the if you could have one sequel to a tarantino oh to a tarantino movie mm. i don't know if i would not to spring that on you no that's a that, no it's i mean there's only what eight there's not a can, ton to choose from yeah which one yeah. would you want more of that's interesting that's interesting probably I'd probably pick Django. Yeah, I'd, I would probably I would. pick Django. And I know we've already kind of. Discussed well, he that has up. done sequels because I keep forgetting about Kill Bill, but he's already done the two there. I don't know if I would do another one, but it seems like naturally he would have done a third one just because yeah. you always want to have like a trilogy. So that would be interesting, but I feel like he's it's already too late. Yeah. Like I feel like if he would have done another Kill Bill, which I think he actually might. I think there was rumors. There, I he- remember hearing a lot of things about it. Yeah. I remember hearing one where there was a they were thinking about doing a prequel about like the when all the assassins were together. Oh, ooh. Um, that would be interesting. Would be would be interesting. But I think yeah, Django I, I agree. Be... I think ultimately because it, it or just... even if they did a spinoff where it just focused on Christoph Waltz's character, like before right. he met yeah. Django, how he got to America, and yeah, how he yeah, got into the business and all that. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, there. I think a lot of there's a like, like 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, that would be an interesting, because there's a lot of shit that happens in Hollywood. Manson sure. Family is just, just one of the craziest ones. Sure. That it would be interesting to see hit those two characters handle another historical thing that happened in Hollywood. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, um, on Memorial Day, I watched a little bit of Band of Brothers, which Ooh. is f- fucking fantastic. Uh, yes. Um, and I watched, never seen this Michael Bay movie before, but Pearl Harbor. I've never seen it, but oh I know it's man. made fun of a lot. Yeah. I just wanted to see what the whole sure. hubbub was. Yeah, no, you should. Just Holy so. cow. That movie is trying to be like Titanic. Yeah, you know what is. I mean? Like we're yeah, all, it's it like is. this love story. And then <laughs> at Th- the end. It, so when did that movie come out? Do you remember? It was, is that a late night? No, it was I, oh, very late nineties or early aughts, like very early, like Oh one or oh, I don't know. 2000. Why do you, why do you say? The reason I bring it up is because uh, I remember thinking when I watched that movie in the theater, I didn't really know. 2001. 2001. Yep. Um, I remember seeing that movie. That was the first instance, because 2001, I would have been about 15, maybe 14, um, seeing a movie and and thinking, this is so clearly two different movies yeah, yeah. that they just mashed together to yeah. be one, and it, and you can almost like see the start and end to them. Yeah, like it's it's well, so it's almost bizarre. like it's almost like three movies because there's the oh. other historic. Well, it's almost like the f- last two movies would be like sequels to each other because oh no, you're right, yeah. <laughs> Because like because the there is a one, there is a cut there too. Because the first one is the two friends or brothers are they brothers or friends? no they're f- the they're friends. like really good friends. Yes. Yeah. So it's the two friends falling in love. That's the one love. Story yeah. And like their love triangle or square or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> so that's one movie. Then there's Pearl Harbor, which yeah. is the second movie. And then the third one is, is like the reaction the, to the Pearl reaction Harbor. to Pearl Harbor. But that I but I remember feeling like that. Back yeah. Then. There's like that strict cut. And that, that was the birth of my cynicism for movies. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but that definitely was it's very striking. And because I only saw it the one time, and I still. And you notice that when they made the movie, there's like I don't want people forgetting that Pearl Harbor's about to happen. Yeah. So we're gonna throw in some scenes from Japan. <laughs> yeah. It also, if if I remember correctly, it felt like they really wanted Cuba Gooding to be in the movie, but he was just barely in it. Oh, I know. Like they well, wanted they, to put him I on the poster thought, and like I thought he was a my whole time my picturing of Pearl Harbor because I've seen clips, I've uh, yeah. Team America making you fun heard of the that song. song. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm thinking that he's a huge part. And he only sh- he shows up much later in the film. Yeah. And he only has any only does one really crazy action sequence. Yep. And then you just never see him again. <laughs> yeah. So they could put it in the trailer, I think. Yeah. And be like, hey, this guy's in the movie. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, because he was he was pretty famous then, right? Because yeah, he then he had done. He was coming off of Jerry Maguire, Maguire so yeah. he had won an Oscar, and like he'd done a couple other things. Now that man has an interesting career. Career, yeah. Which I don't know if he is. Was he ever considered an A-lister? And if he was, it was I for the shortest was, amount of time. I think it was probably around then. Yeah, I would say because after that, he just like went. It just tanked. And I thought he was coming back after he did the OJ show. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he did not look like. Or sound like or yeah. anything OJ. <laughs> so I think that kind of threw him back on the yeah on the back on the shelf the shelf <laughs> yeah yeah. Well, it seems like we're pretty well caught up on what we've been watching the last few months. If you guys completely disagree uh, with Jacob about Obi Wan or about any of the stuff we've been talking about, if you're a really big fan of the boys, um, elevated horror, any of that stuff, get at us 
on Instagram at Rewrites Podcast or email us at heyrewritethis at gmail.com. And I did it in reverse to appease Jacob's looking at me like, yeah. how, are, how are you doing it out of order? <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know what you think. Uh, we, we appreciate the discussion that it will bring. Let us know what you think of the show. Review us on Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And uh, again, I've been Nathan. And I've been Jacob. And we will talk to you later. So come on down to Ray Robinson. Hey, what do you got to learn?